0: Cody. Welcome back to Not So Perfect Christian Life with Joy and me, Hannah. Um, Tonight we are talking about can you change? Can we change? Can anyone change? And like always, you probably don't know this, but like always, me and Joy, we haven't discussed this in advance. We're discussing it for the first time as we're recording. But while we're having a little bit of a conversation beforehand about it, I think probably our experiences have been a bit different this year. So Joy, I'm just going to hand over to you and you can start where you want really can you change can we change can anyone change (laughs)
1: yeah that's that's my answer (laughs) (laughs) all right done let's wrap it up now then (laughs) yeah um well it's good to say yeah rather than no can you imagine if I was just like no no I no one can change um yeah 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 so the brief, the very brief conversation we had before this was just talking a bit about our experiences. And I, this year, have seen change in my life, um, monumental change in my life. And we've talked in previous podcasts about this being a really difficult year. I've, I've had a really difficult year. But within that has been so much change. It's felt very intensive but it's not been a a year spiritually like I've ever known in the whole time that I have been a Christian. So most of the time I've known change to come quite slowly. But actually this year, it's almost felt like it's been... I, w- I wanted to say a pressure cooker, but that sounds really harsh. No, it, um, doesn't. But it just it, Yeah, but it just, it's felt incredibly intensive and... Um, I've dealt with lots and lots of stuff in my life that feels like a lot of it has come to a head. Um, so it's not to say that God hadn't been dealing with things very gradually before it, but this year, I've seen huge shifts in the way I think, the way I behave, my thought patterns, um the way the things I believe about God, and I'm sure that a lot of those we're already building on things that the Holy Spirit had been doing in me for a lot of time.
0: Mm.
1: And so maybe this year I've sort of been able to reap the rewards of that a bit more.
0: Mm.
1: Because I think that's the thing I guess with change is that you're not always aware of it in your own life. Like other people can call it out in you and can say, oh, I've really seen a difference in you there or I've really seen a difference in you there. But most of the time, I think we're going on just hoping. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're changing, like just hoping that from year to year. Yeah something is shifting and yeah. then you when you see the little seeds of it and you think "Oh, I behaved really differently in that situation to how I would have a year ago you think oh thank goodness like something is changing but for me this year I have had no problem with seeing, seeing change um, the flip side to that has been that it's felt like a lot of my world has been turned upside down and shifted and shaken and almost like my spiritual life has been sifted yeah. Um, which has the sifting of, of that has felt tricky. And, uh, but I've really been able to see what's going on in my heart, what's going on in my mind. And, so, yeah, so now I'm in the situation where I'm going, yes, a <laughs> lot can happen. God can really change you. But <laughs> but, uh, but before this year, I would be having a different answer to this. Not that yeah. God can't change you, but that it just yeah. often looks slower. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, though.
0: Yeah. Well, so our brief little chat beforehand, I feel what I've learned this year or just has has felt um, a loud commentary from Holy Spirit is... It's just that change is really slow and right. that um, that's not to say I haven't had like moments of just real significant, wow, that's different um, in the past yeah. or like moments where it's building, building, building and then suddenly you make a decision or something happens and you don't look back on that moment and things are just different moving forward. Like I've definitely had those in my life, but this last year does feel like it's been more one sort of, I mean, it has been, it's been really, it's quite a tough year, but I think I've just, I think I was already getting to the point anyway, as well, just sort of gently accepting that despite significant effort, um, and I'm largely talking about like our marriage as well, but sort of figuring, realising despite significant effort, like you have married a certain person and, you know, they've, and I, and I really like that. So I really like that certain person. You're good. And, yeah, I feel like <laughs> I should just state that. But despite like their effort and despite your own effort as well, they're probably always going to be like areas that you may be, find you will have more conflict over or kind of just personality clashes that are going to probably always be quite challenging to you but I feel this year I've really just learned a kind of just contentment to accept the way that things are um not that I don't want to change myself or hope that situations won't will change I, I do really hope that and I am working quite hard on some stuff Myself, I'm working quite hard to change some of my habits that I know can be like just not nice or just challenging for John, or we will kind of, you know, I'll know I react quite naturally in a certain way. And I know it will quite often then trigger a certain response from him that, and then we kind of end up in this dance that neither <laughs> of us want to be doing, but we kind of feel yeah. <laughs> like, how do we get out of this? I don't know. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I am working quite hard on a few things, but I do just feel a sort of a peace about letting things lie a little bit and just letting the work over time take its effect and recognising that, like I said to you before, what I've seen this year, what's more important is seeing the effort that you're making or someone else is making necessarily than seeing that thing changed in a moment. Um, Yeah. So that sounds maybe quite different from what you're saying but I don't think that it really is because the things no. like what you're saying I can definitely relate to of things in the past that I've been through but I just think my journey this year has been quite different to that mm. um but on your journey this last year would so is is it change that you did you sort of I don't quite know how to ask it, but like, did, <laughs> <laughs> I, did you initiate? Was it something you were aware of and you were working on? Or do you feel like Holy Spirit has all of a sudden just gone? This is what we do enjoy. Um, how has it come about for you? And then also the other thing, and I'm asking you it now because I will forget it, um, is <laughs> like what? What's the sort of commentary from people, other people, like have other people noticed the change or are you talking about something that's quite sort of personal for you and just like a lot of mindset and things like that over to you?
1: So, yeah, first question of essentially, did I initiate it or did Holy Spirit initiate it? I mean, I know Holy- the
0: answer to that. Yeah, I say. Yeah, I
1: understand. Yeah. Um, but as in, was I seeking it? Yeah, my answer were you were was aware of no. Yeah. like I wasn't seeking it. I w- I wouldn't have like asked for the year that I've had. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, ah, <laughs> how so does hard Jesus to say do this to I us? Know. Like where where He changes us and He does all this amazing work in us, but it's really hard. But you get to the end of the year and you think, I I'm glad I had it, but man, yeah. alive, it's been difficult. Yeah. Um, I think no, I. I didn't initiate it, but some of um, felt like God has been saying to me recently. So I have been asking for a long time of wanting to see more of God's power, wanting to step out more in terms of um, praying for healing for people. I want to see God's power in our church. I really want to see him like um, move in miracles and all these other Mm. stuff. And And I really felt God say to me recently... Um, this is part of answering that prayer joy. Mm. That, and I think I've shared on on the podcast about embracing weakness of one of the most monumental changes in my life is that he's taken me from a real place of self-sufficiency mm. to a place of total reliance on him. And I'm not saying that I'm sorted in that, but I, there's, Real areas of my life where I was totally self-sufficient before and reliant on myself to a place now where I've put God completely in charge of it. But Mm -hmm. that shift has been monumental. But I felt like God saying to me, you know, um, you're asking to see my power and you're asking to see me move in these different ways. But um, I'm, I'm needing to move you into that place of total reliance on me because otherwise, essentially, I could end up thinking it's just all about me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and if God chooses to use me, I do not want to be in a situation where I'm like, it, it basically was me, everyone. (laughs) Um, which, you know, we say, oh, we wouldn't do that. But I had a very real danger of thinking I possibly would think that. (laughs) Um, and I really want to be used by God. I really want to do what he wants me to do. I really want to be obedient to him and allow his spirit to work in my life. And if he graciously uses me to pray for healing for people and they're healed, I need to be absolutely convinced that that was Jesus. Mm. Um, I need to be absolutely convinced that he is the only one who can save me. He is the only one who can rescue me. he's the only one who can provide for me. And before that, I generally tended to think that I could do that. Mm. Um, and th- from what I've seen in the Bible, like all the people who really see God's power displayed they're in a place of real desperation and in a place yeah. of knowing that it was only God. Yeah. And I think that, I'm not saying that this was what it was all about this year, because God alone knows that, but I need to be in a place of total reliance upon God. That's not to say I've got to have anything, per, everything perfect before he will use me. Thank goodness that that isn't true. But I honestly was in a place of going up. Um, I want to carry on the way I am and keep trusting in myself but I want to see all this cool stuff too, Jesus and and actually like Jesus really um, I really needed him to move me into a place of totally relying relying on him so no that was all initiated by him and that's just continued this year But within that, I've had a say at each point. So I guess that's the main thing to say. cooperate with
0: him. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's the
1: main thing to say of sort of, um, can we change? Yes, but we do need to cooperate. Yeah. Um, And I think it was an interesting thing that I was going to pick up on what you'd said of like you saying, I've been trying quite hard at this and I've been working quite hard at that. And it's a really interesting tension, isn't it? Of like what is our responsibility yeah, in this yeah yeah and what is god's responsibility yeah. in it um because it's um because there is some responsibility of us in this yeah. but it's also not all on us yeah. so um so i think definitely there's been cooperation there've been points where i've had to be like I'm going to keep saying yes to you, Jesus, even when this feels hard and even when it feels like we're uncovering another, like lifting up another stone and looking at what's underneath it and that feels a bit scary. Yeah. Um, Feels like there's a choice within that for me to go, I can either choose to put that stone back and, and not look at what's underneath it or I go, Holy Spirit, you're lifting this up because you want to free me from what's underneath this.
0: Yeah.
1: And I trust that I... Like, I, I trust you that if you're doing this, it's not to harm me. Yeah. It's for my good. And so I'm going to
0: choose to allow you to do that work in me. Oh, Joy, how it, you know, here it's ten past nine and you've hit upon God's sovereignty and human responsibility. <laughs> no, I don't. How, how well do they work together? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I really don't want to over that kind of worms, everyone. Um... <laughs> But like within this, I guess, is, is the space of going um, God is completely in control, but he, he doesn't bypass our free will. So within this whole changing aspect of it, I think he reveals who he is and his purposes. Yeah. But he gives us a choice of whether we join in on that, Don't doesn't he? And yeah. when you've walked enough with Jesus, you start to go, I think this is it's a better idea probably to follow him yeah um but even within that depending on what he's calling you to look at and what he's calling you to change I've still spent a lot of time this year going mm, do I really trust him to to do this work in
0: me in a way that's not going to be harmful yeah. to me yeah yeah no just thinking about that as well just thinking that um Philippians verse or you know a He's yeah. saying being confident of this that he who began a good work in me will bring it through to yeah. completion. Um and I'm just wondering, even those times where we don't co- cooperate, he still has his way, doesn't he? Just then it's a different journey, isn't it? I just mm. I just think there is real human effort put in, um, and I think that's good and there should be like to sort of and working hard kind of forming new habits forming different mindsets and pathways of things but undergirding all of that is this real sense of holy spirit is just really he's initiated work in us wasn't us that initiated it it was him he will see it through to completion like we can be really confident of that that he's taking us on a journey that we're totally incapable yeah of initiating or walking on our own like we just don't see it we just do not accurately see what is a hindrance in our life or what Mm. is kind of tripping us up in our lives he sees perfectly and he initiates walking us through that in a way that is manageable and like you were saying like at times it feels like it's really on the edge of what's manageable doesn't it yeah absolutely Um, yeah, but it, there's so much wisdom and love and care in how he helps us process things and move on. And what is so kind and loving, isn't it, that he doesn't he doesn't leave us as we are with all those like thought patterns mm, and behaviors absolutely. that are really problematic in our lives. because yeah. um, I think yeah. sometimes maybe it's a cultural thing as well, like. Even to suggest you might need to change that or that kind of can sound quite contradictory to the message that is out there of just, you know, accept the person as they are and, you know, accept yourself as you are, love yourself. And it's not it's not contradictory to that at all, is it like, you know, Jesus, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, like, he know, he totally loves us um warts and all but because he loves us he doesn't leave us in a mess
1: yeah 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 well it's like I guess if you've got children and you see them really struggling with something and you sometimes I say to my kids like I can help you with that and they're like no no and they struggle on for ages and you're just like but but you know I can help you with that right and we can sort that out quicker and like you know you sort of watch them and and it's interesting to see after a while whether they do it, but it's taken so much more out of them, or yeah. whether they actually like hand it over to you. Yeah. But as a parent, you're just thinking, I, I want to help here. Like I can, but and the more so, like the more pain or distress they're in, you're yeah. like, just let me take this, like yeah. let me deal with this, and yeah. that's like a small portion of like what we see the Father's love for us is. Yeah. And I think you're totally right that we do not see the harm that our behavior inflicts on ourselves. Yeah. Like sometimes the lid is lifted. So like yeah. a bit of, uh, again, I, similarly I've had this year of like realizing the behaviors or the thought patterns that I've had that are, are like are harmful to me. Mm. And I'm really glad that the Holy Spirit showed me that. But he doesn't show it to me to just go, this is what you're thinking you know dwell on that he's like this is what you're thinking and we're going to change this and we're going to work on it and we're going to deal with it and you're like thank goodness yeah you know like I've just been really really struck recently and really thanking God for his persevering
0: yeah never
1: giving up yeah sort of love for me that we talk about the love of God and I think sometimes we think it's like a greeting card love Mm. like nice and mushy and uh, I'm like God's love is so gritty in that it comes into the worst bits of my life it comes into the dark bits of my life the bits of my life that I'm like I don't want anyone else to know about those bits of my life the stuff that I cannot get sorted in my mind or my heart the behaviors that I constantly am mucking up on and the sins that I'm doing like he he his persevering love comes right into that place yeah yeah And doesn't just say, I love you and I've died for you in that, done. But like, I'm going to free you from all this stuff that holds you. I'm going to bring light into all those places that are dark. I'm going to like walk with you. I'm going to hold your hand in all of those areas that you feel like the worst shame or guilt or even like doubt about who God is or distrust about who God is. And I'm so grateful for that love because it is such a sort of... Um, hope-filled love that says, I see where you are, but I see where you could be. Because so often, I don't know about you, Hannah, but I sit with some of my behaviours, particularly things that you're, you know, that has been slow change. And you think, we're just not getting anywhere here. (laughs) Um, Or I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. And, you know, and then I think, thank you, Jesus, that you just stick with me, that you didn't just die for me on the cross, but you, you stick with me every single day. And when I muck yeah. up, like, you're still there. Like, there's hope. We can keep going. We're still working on this. Holy Spirit's not done. And I think I need that sort of love.
0: Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I was just thinking about um, the wisdom it's a bit of a random one to think, but it, just, it did just come to mind. Like, I need that love too. We all need that love, don't we? Like that enduring. Yeah. I thought you we were actually going to start quoting the Jesus Storybook Bible. How do they describe <laughs> it? It's like um Oh, never giving up. Never always. giving up. Always yeah. and forever, isn't it? Yeah. I read I that to it. carry out. Yeah, yeah, I know. I so good. yeah read that every night. Yeah. Um, it is so good. It's just like perfect love, isn't it? That won't give up on us. That will always work yeah. for our benefit. Um, I was also just thinking about like practical wisdom that's out there that's really helpful as well, isn't it? If that is is part of that love. So I was thinking about a, a woman called Caroline Leaf, who I really love her podcasts. She's a Christian. um uh, I'll do a real disjustice if I try and it's not. She's a psych. I don't know if she's a a psych. I think she's a psychologist, not a psychiatrist. <laughs> but she's broader than that I don't really know sorry Caroline Leaf I really appreciate you thank you um but <laughs> <laughs> she's I just love her podcast because it just talks all about this sort of thing as well about habit change and habit form and you know mm. how many days it takes to establish a new habit and like patterns of behavior and the power of the mind essentially like yeah, loads absolutely. of it is the power of the mind and how you can make a change by thinking differently. And you know, in church, yeah. we talk, um, especially recently, we've been going back over it about think, feel, do. That's like the tagline for quite a lot of material. But really, the, the bit that makes me think of it now is how a feeling is a deep, deep thought, something you yeah. believe to be true, that you feel. And then our feelings often direct our behaviour. Mm. So the sort of... The way to kind of make change and sort of address things is in your thinking, isn't it? It's a battle for the mind. It's what do you actually believe about yourself? What do you believe about people you're in a relationship? Most fundamentally, like you were saying, what do you believe about God and how he feels towards you? And if you can kind of, you know... Start to do a bit of warfare. Start to do a bit of untangling of what what is actually going on in my mind here. What yeah. am I believing, and how is it affecting things? The thi- it's really positive then how you can make change, can't you? Because, and I'm grateful for Caroline Leaf. The reason I thought of her was because if you know, okay, well these really wise people who've done a load of research are saying after you know, 90 days, whatever, I kind of established, I don't want to take it away from Holy Spirit either, but it gives me hope to know, actually, if I just keep, like the Bible says, like, take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Mm. If I do that for like 90 days or whatever on this particular issue, by the end of it, I'll have formed a new pathway, I'll have formed a new behaviour and habit. And so I'm not going to give up on day five where I don't feel it. I'm gonna keep telling yeah. myself it until I believe it. Um, it's just so helpful, isn't it? Because otherwise I think yeah. you would give up. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah.
1: I mean, I I read a book back in May called Battle for the Mind and I've been doing a course in prison called Battle for oh, the Mind. Okay,
0: I didn't know um that.
1: and it's yeah, like you said, it's all about the fact that the, the thoughts that we do we don't not just allow in but really dwell on affect. Our actions and our behaviour yeah. and yeah. our feelings yeah. and uh, so often we try to change the behaviour
0: yeah. Um, but actually
1: yeah. like that's the tip of the iceberg yeah. like it's Comes changing all of the, yeah it's like you don't just act in a particular way it's yeah. because you've th- thought a thought and then dwelt on it and then all the rest of it and so um, yeah I've I've really enjoyed like doing that in my own life but also seeing in other people's lives are starting to go you know Sometimes there's reasons why people feel down a lot. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's because of just thoughts that they're dwelling yeah. on. There's more to it than that, I know, but um, but or we behave in a particular way because we're believing certain things yeah. or thinking certain things often. Um and I think absolutely, like I've definitely seen that in my own life as I started to take thoughts captive. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: that actually behaviors change because you're dealing with the root. Yeah. Um, so often when you're dealing with the stuff in your mind, you're dealing with the root. And I don't think we recognize enough how important all of that is.
0: No, I agree. Um, I feel like this year though, I've really learned how more I feel Holy Spirit has taught me, and from the wisdom that he's revealed to other people, how to partner with him more mm. in kind of um identifying what the root of that is, or like so you know. I've just had quite a few occasions with him this year where I'm like, all right, Holy Spirit, I'm just gonna, why do I do that? Like, why do I think that? Why do I, mm. I can't figure it out. Like, can you just reveal it to me? I'll just go with what you bring to mind. Yeah. And then he's brought something to mind. I'm like, okay, going to go with that then Holy Spirit and learning to trust Learning to trust him as well, that he'll bring things up that he needs to bring up and not just dismiss it either of like, oh, my mind's just wandered off there, but trying to kind of learn how to partner with him in understanding myself better so that I can understand him better. Um that and that's been really, really helpful this year. He's so wise, isn't he? Like not a surprise, but um (laughs) he's so like I have found it really surprising the things that have come up, actually, when I've sort of said to him, well, mm. why, why do I do this, Jesus? Like, yeah. this is a problem to me, Jesus, and this is a problem in my relationship with this person that I really, really love and care for. Like, why do I react like that? Yeah. How, can you just help me, Holy Spirit? And then he brings yeah. something to mind, and you're like, oh, yeah, I can yeah. see, like, yeah. I can see yeah. that. <laughs> you sound, yeah. You've you had that too. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was, we were on holiday recently and I was felt God speaking to me about something and it was going through my mind. And I, and I was like, why it's to do with trusting him? And I was like, w-, I sort of said to the Holy Spirit, as I was speaking, thinking this through in my mind, sort of, I need you to reveal to me what's going on here because there's something going on, but I can't put my finger on what it is. And yeah. it, it was like, why am I not trusting you in yeah. this thing, in this particular area? And immediately, I just heard uh, um, the Holy Spirit say to me, "You haven't processed disappointment with me, Joy."
0: Mm. And I was
1: like, "Bingo!" That was is it. Is this
0: current though, or like what a current thing? Wait, just because I'm thinking of our disappointment podcast. Yeah. We did, oh no, this you- is no, this is recently. So I'd processed oh, okay. other stuff
1: by that point. Yeah. But um, you know, we're sort of always needing to do oh, it, aren't definitely. we? But um, yeah. But I hadn't quite realised. that's what it was and when I felt like that I suddenly went ah okay so then I was like right I need you to bring up in me like what what sort of particular things I haven't quite processed yeah and I felt it was a it was like a counseling session like I felt like I just in my mind began to just work through oh that's the thing I'm not trusting you with so where have I not felt like you've provided for me that God? Yeah. And like sort of worked through the stuff that we talked about in that yeah. podcast. And it took me, didn't take me very long this time, but like, it took me about 15 minutes. And by the time I got to the end of the car journey, I was like, I just, I've worked through that now. Yeah. And I felt like at the end of it, um, God said to me, do you feel like you can trust me in that? Yeah. Now? And I found myself going, yeah, I can trust you, which felt really like, oh, I've definitely worked through that then because I really and honestly felt like I could do that.
0: Yeah. But it,
1: I think the key, like you were saying, was just saying to the Holy Spirit, like, what is going on in me? Like, there's yeah. something... Yeah. Um, because sometimes we willfully don't want to see what's going on. We know what is going on, but we re- we're trying to avoid seeing what's going on. Yeah. But there are other times, particularly recently in me and this year where i've been i i need you to show me what's going on here because i i i can't it feels a little bit tangled in me yeah and i i need you to sort of i want to work on this so i find myself saying this to to god a lot like i want to work on this i need you to help me to do it because i don't yeah I don't want to not do it because I'm not trying. Like I want to understand how I do this, particularly if I feel like God's showing me something and I'm like, or asking me to do something, then I'm like, I don't know how to do this, God. Like, please, can you just show me and teach me how to do it? Because I really, really want to do it. And I've just really found him do that, like really gently of just, I've just found I'm able to start doing it. I can't explain it anything than that, but I think... Like he's the best counsellor because,
0: yeah,
1: you know, he's yeah. not, he's a, a counsellor that knows, counselor. he's a wonderful counsellor, like he knows everything about you to begin with, so imagine yeah. how much better that is, plus he yeah. understands you better than you understand yourself, plus yeah. you don't ever have to worry about what he's going to think of you. Yeah, um, yeah and you can you can make that counselling session anywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know, it's just so, so much great. More convenient. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's such hope, isn't there? I was just thinking, um, yeah. you know, if someone is listening in feeling like, Oh, I really want to change such and such, then there's just such hope in what you've just said, like a father who knows yeah. us so thoroughly and is totally committed to this process of changing our lives and is totally, like, loving and careful on on route and totally available whenever we need it. Um, yeah. But just thinking of my own journey this last year, I found he, he works in many ways, doesn't he, Holy Spirit? And I've really appreciated the wisdom of... Um, so we've done a bit of counselling this year, and I've really appreciated the wisdom of those counsellors because... It's just sometimes you feel just confused in your own thinking and like yeah. confused in the conversation and holy spirit i do believe can bring real clarity yeah. um but sometimes it is really helpful to have another human
1: yeah picking
0: yeah. stuff out or hearing what you're saying and drawing different conclusions from the yeah. ones that you have drawn between yourselves yeah. for years um, so I've really appreciated that before. It's the first time I've done counselling this year, actually. I haven't ever done like any um, personal counselling before. And I was just like, actually, I have like had, you know, like pastoral sessions and stuff like that, which have been fantastic as well, because it's just yeah. a third person in the conversation or an outside voice in a conversation and when it's a really wise voice that's quite essential yeah <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> it's really helpful isn't it and then yeah I've also just really found like all this think feel do stuff we've been doing in church I really love that I found that so helpful to just think about why I'm why is this happening oh, okay it's happening because I've got this deep thought that is making me feel like this that's then making mm. me behave this way that's really helpful too yeah. and then like I mentioned caroline leaf i love her podcast but there's other stuff as well and you mentioned book and a course that you're doing there's a lot of wisdom out there isn't it's is yeah. what i'm trying to say so if you know you're really serious about wanting to make a change there's a lot of wisdom to tap into yeah first and foremost there's holy spirit and a confidence that he will work it through to completion in our lives but there is just a lot out there isn't it which is I don't know, maybe there's too much out there at times. You're not sure Mm, where to start. Yeah, yeah. Um, But a good recommendation is like gold, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I,
1: it's interesting. I've been reading um, with uh, one of the girls in prison. We were reading about um, the potter and the clay
0: Mm. um,
1: in Jeremiah. And I love that because obviously in that analogy, we are the clay Mm. and God is the potter um <laughs> which is not the most exciting thing I've ever been called in my life but it is totally true um and I was thinking like the job of the clay in that is just to stay malleable
0: yeah isn't it like the potter yeah. is
1: doing nearly all of that work
0: yeah but the
1: the but the clay's job is just to be malleable and b- by that you're sort of open to however the potter is gonna shape you and mold you and move you and sometimes it feels like it really like you know if you're doing pottery you really have to like move quite hard don't you like your hands to sort of shape it into something yeah um and sometimes you feel like oh I'm being pushed in here and I'm being like moved there and I don't really like it um and you can really feel that shaping
0: yeah. going on
1: like yeah. um but i think it can be so easy to allow yourself to to harden like whether that be through situations that harden you or where i don't know maybe you feel like god has tried to shape you and it's been too hard or whatever it is but i i've been thinking a lot in my own life like i just want to make sure i stay malleable. I want to be molded. I want Mm. to be shaped. I, you know, I keep saying to God, I just, I want to try and be obedient. Yeah. Um, because I think obedience to him is the main way actually that we stay malleable because if we keep being obedient and teachable from him, that then he can really shape us into whatever he's doing. So yeah, I like... When I was chatting with this with this girl in prison, you know, we were really like sitting with that and it just gave us so much hope because it took a lot of the pressure on, off us. Now, that doesn't mean that we just sit there and go, oh God, we want to change stuff, but you do it all and I, I'll just sit back here and do nothing. But I also think it reminds us that actually, he, like you said, he started this, he's going to continue it.
0: Yeah. We
1: just have to, and sometimes it feels like, work quite hard, I think, to keep ourselves soft. Yeah, Um, yeah. Because a bit like when I was working through that disappointment, I'd allowed myself to harden on an edge where God was trying to shape me. And I was sort of like, I'd hardened on that because I was like, I I don't trust you here, God. So I was sort of resisting that shaping almost. And actually, once I worked through that disappointment, I softened again and God was able to like, do what he was wanting to do with me but the other bible verse i think i've really been living with is that the one in hebrews 12 about god disciplining those that he loves
0: yeah
1: um yeah. and yeah that feels like a tough verse because none of us like the thought of discipline and i don't know about you but when i think about discipline you think of sort of really harsh discipline or punishment or being hurt or mm. or something like that mm. and i I've been feeling a lot this year, and I felt like God's spoken to me that actually discipline at its at its most simple is correction. Mm. Is it like I'm thinking yeah. like with my kids, I I want to correct them. I don't want to yeah. punish them. Yeah. I, I want to correct their thinking. I want to correct their behaviour.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and I and I used to feel like when I used to read those verses about God disciplining those he loves, that I was like that it was gonna be really severe and that it was gonna be like just punishment but actually this year but like god's shown me that his discipline of me has been correcting things that i thought that weren't right correcting behaviors and it says, like, doesn't it? I've just got it written down here. Like, no discipline seems enjoyable at the time, but <laughs> yeah. painful. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah. Which is sort of like our testimony. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not fun. It's yeah. not nice. No, like, it's, it's very we painful. Don't, we don't like it. And sometimes it feels incredibly painful. Yeah. Like, particularly when it when it feels like the Holy Spirit has exposed something in you that you're like, oh, yeah. either I didn't know that was there or I did. And I really didn't want to have to look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've, like, been really holding on to that bit that comes after, which is um, later on, however, it yields a harvest of righteousness and mm. peace mm. to those who have been trained by it. Mm. And I think that concept of being trained by it feels mm. like a continual yeah. correction of God. Yeah. Um. And I know for myself, like, as I've said yes to him, there's been a continual correction in my life in lots of different areas. Yeah. But... Um, Sometimes you really get to see that sort of righteousness and peace that has come out from it of going, oh, I I feel in a better place to where I was before because of that painful work that God has done in me. And, you know, and I think hanging on to that stuff of like, he disciplines those he loves, which means he corrects us. He corrects our thinking. He corrects our behaviours. And um, that gives me a lot of hope because... I'm not going to give up on correcting my children. Mm. And that's just an earthly mother to Mm. a child. Yeah. So like, thank goodness that God isn't going to give up on correcting me because I'm going to need it forever. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's really painful when it's chipping away, particularly at your sense of self
1: and things
0: that you've believed um, about yourself and maybe even like things you've thought, you were good at or things you kind of like have thought are like okay or good about and Mm. then and then he maybe puts his finger on them it can be really painful yeah and then but that verse is so wonderful but I think it's I think I felt at times as well though this year just being aware you know like how one of the devil's names is the accuser of the brethren and how he loves like he just loves to tear into our sense of self um or tear into our like mindsets not for like what you've just read in that verse like a harvest of righteousness Mm. but purely to destroy us really and like and Mm. harden us and bring us to our knees and um it's quite it's hard sometimes isn't it to kind of when you're going through it I think sometimes it's just so hard to make or I have found it really hard this year which has felt like quite a a new thing for me to make that judgment between all right father I think because for me this year it's felt like there's a lot of external noise coming in that I'm Mm. trying to kind of sift through and to figure out what I make of so I'm trying to think to myself is this painful because this is something that needs addressing yeah and it's just quite hard to go there or is this painful because this is just the devil having a bit of a go um having mm. a bit of an a- an accusation and it's it's quite hard to tell that in the moment as well isn't it because like the verse you've just read that harvest takes quite a long time is not immediate is it um no you don't immediately see that harvest of righteousness so I do think that's quite challenging sometimes and I do think it's sometimes it's quite hard to discern mm. oh god what are you saying or is is this partly the devil or is this partly me and how much do I need to understand that anyway yeah in terms yeah. of letting you do a work here
1: yeah yeah, so I think increasingly I've been, um, I've had that quite a lot this year. And I think increasingly it's sort of saying, God, help me to like, to know. So I've had a few situations where I felt like God say, um, that's not true. Like something that's mm. come into my mind that I've been really thinking about, like that, that's not true. Yeah. Um, and and I think the other thing is that whether it's a conviction or a condemnation, isn't it? Because yeah. sometimes I've had things come in and it feels like that's immediately condemning. yeah. Um, because there's no hope with no hope for change within it at all. Yeah. So like that's definitely not God. Mm. Because the Holy Spirit convicts us and brings people brings stuff up, but it's always with that. Oh, but we can work. We can deal with this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I think the more, again, I think it comes back to hearing the voice of God again. Because the more we get used to that, the more we. And the more we hear the voice of God in terms of conviction, the more when that, uh, like, when the devil tries to accuse, you're like, that's not the voice that I'm used to. Yeah. Like, that, that's a condemning voice. Yeah. Um, And so it's easier to be able to go, well... Anything that the devil is trying to throw in is a lie. Yeah. Because he yeah. can't do anything but lie. Yeah. Um, whereas God can't do anything but tell the truth.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so yeah. So I th- I think that can be difficult. And I think also it's just, you can't always see whether you are changing. That's the hard thing, isn't it? So I think you asked me a question ages ago about oh, whether yeah. people have noticed a difference yeah. in me. I. Pff- I don't know. I think that would have to be one that other people would answer. Um, I think my husband would say that he has seen a really big difference in me just in terms of joyfulness, peacefulness. Um, and also, like, a, I think the thing that I've seen massively increase is a passion for God.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so actually out of all of this, even when it's been a really difficult time and even when it's been God working a lot on me. I've been so grateful to him because yeah. I think. Well, I was just I didn't know half of this stuff was going on in me, and in yeah. some sometimes I sit there and think, oh, I sort of wish I could go back to that time of not knowing, <laughs> like, <laughs> that naivety. And then I think no, because I think a lot of those things were harming me and damaging yeah. me. And thankfully, my Father God went like it's enough. we enough's enough now. Like we need to. And, and like I've said in previous podcasts, he'd been chipping away at stuff, but I'd felt like him saying, enough's enough. We need to actually outroot some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, but again, I think it just comes back to that's our witness to God's power in our weakness of going like we can do a small bit here. Like we can choose to act on what the Holy Spirit brings up. But he's doing the lion's share of this work. Yeah. Which I'm grateful for because a lot of the time it feels quite tiring.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think, um, as I was just thinking about, when it feels quite just loud or just noisy in terms of thoughts and processing, you know, you talk about hearing from God, like, just how much I've needed at times to try and get away from the noise. And try and kind of um, find a quiet space to hear him and hear what he's saying. And that's not always very easy, is it? When there's quite a lot of noise, it feels like you do a lot of sifting through that, trying to get to, I don't even feel like I can hear you, Jesus, because there's so much noise. Um, Mm. But it just, it shows the need even more when you're in a painful situation like that, doesn't it? To kind of get away to a quiet place and hear him speak you really need to try and cancel out some of that noise don't you yeah
1: yeah also I think is really encouraging if people are listening are going through really difficult times then um as difficult as it is I guess it's some sometimes it's saying like what can I what can I learn here yeah like Mm. you know because um I'm really grateful that he does redeem everything um So, so that even when you're going through difficult times, You're like, okay, what can I learn? Like, what can I learn from this? How do I grow closer to you in this? What have you got for me? What have you got for me in this? And sometimes you just don't have it in you to do that at the time. But I think for me, that's been sometimes like something to really hang on to. Is that some like gold could come out of this? Like whatever the difficult time is, that like God is going to bring some gold out of this. Yeah, um, and I want to hang on to that. Because I want to change and I want to grow. And it really does feel sometimes like you each day are going, can it just be a bit easier today? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I can't get away from the fact that I've changed and grown most in the hardest times.
0: Yeah. And, And I see that in the Bible constantly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't think people make like, it's those big paradigm shifts when you're in deep discomfort, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think they happen when you're comfortable and floating along. No.
1: But, that, but that, I don't really know whether I want to be asking for more of those. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to change, but do I want to change that much?
0: I mean, <laughs> Holy Spirit knows what he's doing. I know,
1: thank goodness. Yeah, just trust it to him. Even though sometimes I'm like, do you know what you're doing here? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, dear, well... Yeah, yeah, I think I've run out of stuff to say on that now. So yeah, unless <laughs> you've got anything
0: more to say. No, I think that's, that's been well. I mean, it'd be interesting when we hear back what we've actually said, won't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah, feels well. quite thorough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: cool. Well, on that note, we shall finish. But um, take care, everyone. And we'll speak to you again soon.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: have any questions or suggestions for topics please email questions at thenotsoperfectchristianlife.com